0: No, no, no. jay yo you know my wife's really mad at the fact that i have no sense of direction really so i packed up my stuff and write today my son asked can i have a bookmark and i burst into tears 11 years old and he still doesn't know my name's brian (laughs) welcome to the not nordic podcast wow
1: folks Welcome.
0: Listen, uh, those were from boardpanda.com, the list of the nineteen ninety nine funniest dad jokes. So do not do not address any hate mail to notnordicpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Send it directly to boardpanda.
1: See, I, I had a joke about a Jamaican guy, and I I spilled the beans though. But, but, but again, it was not funny.
0: It was a little bit funny. <laughs> but it
1: was but it was I made I wrote it. Tell the Jamaican joke. All right, here quick. we go. Folks, this is how we should have started off the podcast. No, I'm joking. Chuck, good job. Listen, I I, I appreciate you applauding my my good job reading. Go ahead. All right. So these two Jamaican guys are walking down the street, and they see a sign above a bar that says Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it's abbreviated. So he goes into the bar, and he says, is that sign true? And the bartender says, yeah. It says Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you you get 12 wings with a pitcher of beer. Uh see I just fucked up the joke.
0: Ah, Jay.
1: So <laughs> there we go. Folks, we're even. Send us an email. Not nordicpod <laughs> at gmail dot com. If you have a funny joke. If you have a Please. funny joke you
0: want us to start the show with, if you have any topic ideas, uh you want to call us both assholes, you're you're more than welcome. It's it's good to be back. This is We're Not Nordic, episode number seven. Uh it is September eleventh, twenty nineteen, pulling back the curtain. Yes. Eighteen and, years after a day that'll live in infamy.
1: Yes. Um, no, I'm exhausted. By the way, I had a long day at work, so I. That's why my joke failed. That's so. a, that's
0: okay. Every, I'm still going back to that. By the way, my
1: joke <laughs> failed, guys. Just one, one, <laughs> everyone to recognize that. I know you heard it. So, but I'm just recognizing.
0: So anytime it. you flub your words today, it's going to go back to the joke. <laughs> oh, you you know it. Okay, so uh, normally we start out with uh, some odds and ends. Uh, I put out a call on. Uh, facebook asking if anybody had anything we wanted to talk about the way they wanted us to talk about and uh someone said chemtrails so okay what do you you got any thoughts on chemtrails
1: we used to have a song which is kind of funny we used to sing a song that we used to say chemtrails contrails what's the difference i don't know government tell us who sang that? We used to sing it at work. I don't know. We used to say, chemtrail, contrails, what's the difference? I don't know. Government, tell us. I don't know what they are. What, I, what's the difference between a chemtrail and a contrail? That's what I'm trying to I say. I don't know what a contrail is. Bro, chem, uh, government, tell us. Oh. That's, see?
0: Well, so from my understanding, and if, if I'm completely off base about this, feel free to email notnordicpod at gmail.com. The idea behind chemtrails is that supposedly there are secret government planes that release um, uh, substances, chemicals, toxic chemicals that keep us docile. Right. I believe uh, that's it, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's something along those lines. And
0: sometimes you can see a plane leaving a trail of what I always presume to be, you know, jet fuel or whatever. Right. Um, So Um, I guess my thoughts succinctly on chemtrails is I do not believe that they exist, but... Or,
1: or it's a vapor trail, isn't it? Isn't that technically what it is? Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm not a scientist, man.
1: What? Podcast <laughs> done. I've been lying to you this whole Thought time. I was working with but Hubert it, Humphreys.
0: I don't know, in general, like... I'm tired. Do you, do you go in for conspiracy theories? Because I, I don't...
1: Well, bro, you're talking conspiracy, conspiracy theories on September 11th. Do we need to go there?
0: E. All right, maybe we'll save that for another another day.
1: Down in the Baja, I go down there. That's my impression. Of Jesse, 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 the, Jesse the body? Yep, sorry.
0: Howard, jet-fueled, does not melt steel beams.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't believe in chemtrails. That's, that's going to be the long and the short of that. Okay. Um, so it, it's been a few weeks. And a quick programming <laughs> note, what we're going to try to do here is uh, we're going to do a full-fledged episode and then do... Another probably shorter episode. It's not going to have punching bags because obviously we need time to digest uh, our punching bags. But uh, you know we've struggled a little bit early on with uh, you know putting this out with some sort of regularity. So what we're going to do is record one and then maybe a sli- and then a slightly shorter one to put out next week. And then uh, hopefully we'll go from there and we'll at least have a couple a month for you if not one a week because. Uh, I don't know. I like doing
1: this. Yeah, I like doing it too. And I'd like to have some consistency. So if people do listen to this, you know, you, you got the time. You know, yeah. TV it, guide or podcast guide us. You know?
0: It's like you said. I mean, your favorite podcast. Like you, you look forward to when they come out. You right. know, on, on one day of the week, be it you know Tuesday, Wednesday, or what have you. Uh, so you know, maybe going forward, we can try to stake out a day for ourselves and become appointment listening for all three of you. You just um, sound
1: like Abalonia from God Godfather. Monday, Tuesday, My. Thursday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Pennyhoot. <heat. laughs> Sorry folks. Um so
0: in the few weeks that uh that we've been away, uh some things have come and gone, but I feel like <laughs> the biggest news story obviously we need to discuss is uh Jay, have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have not. I had, I had it.
1: Well, it doesn't it, does it live up to the hype? No, of course not. Really?
0: I mean, it's good. It's, okay. It's good, but it's not like... I mean, there's YouTube videos of people fighting Popeyes employees because they're out of the chicken sandwich. Wasn't
1: there a gun pulled recently?
0: Uh, there 100% was. Really? Yeah, and it, it's 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 a chicken sandwich, people. Let's... Uh, hey,
1: let's, people People need... People People fight for that. Obviously, listen to them.
0: Clearly. Um... It's so as compared to Chick fil A, I will say it's a it's a much larger piece of chicken. It's okay. Like you can tell at Chick-fil-A they're very careful to sort of cut the exact proportion piece of meat for each sandwich. Uh the Popeye's one is a lot bigger and thus messier. Really? <laughs> but yeah, and it uh I had the uh spicy one which comes with like a like a spicy mayo and I, I think I think that in that way it's it's got a leg up on Chick fil A because I don't know. I think the Chick-fil-A sandwich, while, while tasty, is a bit dry.
1: So, I'm not a fan of Chick-fil-A. I think that there, are, there needs to be more of anything on there. Sauces. Anything. Yeah. They, it's just a pickle, right? That's it. There's, no, there's yeah. no mayo. There's no...
0: And I'll tell you what, the,
1: uh, the Popeye's one has several... Have, mine had several
0: large pickles on it. Really? Yeah, not just the one pickle. So if you're a pickle fan, maybe, folks, if you're a pickle fan and a fan of not hating gay people, maybe maybe the.
1: <laughs> okay. If, if you're a fan of not getting chicken on a Sunday, that would have been a better statement. Okay. <laughs> it, How dare you?
0: It, that is upsetting too, because all all religion talk aside, like right. Sunday is the day where you're like, ooh, I could go for
1: a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I don't. I. That's the thing. I don't. My wife enjoys the fries and the milkshake. That's it. Both, both good. I like a waffle fry. Okay, I'm not a fan, but that's what she is a fan of. So that is what I will get there for. But I don't. I, I have not eaten there. Ooh, I would say when they when they first opened, was the first time I tried, not a fan.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this. Ask and if, me. And if you need time to think about it, we'll come
1: back to it later. Oh, hold on. Now you're talking about a double down when they first came out. Oh, they can't see that. Well, we're talking about a double down. Are you talking? When those Double Downs came out, that was outlandish. You buy one, you take them home, and you have two sandwiches. But the chicken was excellent.
0: Uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, as I recall, I thought the Double Down was a little salty for my liking. Okay, fair. But uh, I did like it. There was. A, I'll tell a quick story. Uh, the, the, those of you familiar with Shady Maple, which is a, a large buffet a smorgasbord out in Amish country near yes. Lancaster. Uh, we we did make our own double downs there not long after that sandwich came out so really that was that was pretty cool <laughs> um so you were a double down fan
1: i was a double down fan yeah.
0: okay so let me let me let me throw this out at you okay you're you're near a stretch of highway you're very hungry you're near a stretch of highway where every conceivable fast food option is available
1: isn't well, there a location out in the midwest that does that like in Ohio or something like that, where they have every single fast food on a stretch of road.
0: I don't know, but that's pretty sick. Yeah. Might, I might have to research that. Yeah. So, where are you stopping?
1: Where am I stopping? Is, is my
0: question, yeah.
1: Interesting. Um, I guess Hardee's.
0: Hardee's. Wow, yes. that's a regional choice.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They um, <clears throat> never really had a a memorable experience there, so I want to have one. Oh. <laughs> That makes any sense. You want to check off the Hardys box? I do. <laughs> I like that. Whenever, when, when Melissa used to play shows, she your was in wife, a band. when she was in a band, when a band, wherever we would go, I would look. We would try and search something out that was uh, interesting to go. You know, when she played up near Hamburg, PA, there was a there was an arcade up there.
0: Yeah, I did the same thing when I would tour. I'd always try to figure out what was unique to that place and eat there, absolutely. Yeah. Right, so
1: one of my biggest searches was always Hardee's. <laughs> so every, everywhere we went, I'd be like, is there a Hardee's near here? So wait, no. have you never actually been? I We went. It was a show she played. We got out at like almost 10 o'clock, and they were just about to close. Went through the drive-thru, and I already ate, but I got food to go, and I ate it the next day, and I was disappointed, so.
0: Yeah, I think I've only ever had breakfast there. They do like a chicken biscuit that I thought that I thought was pretty good. There was a, I was in Indianapolis for a week uh, for work some years ago, and um, it's very weird. There's no McDonald's anywhere in Indianapolis, but there's a million steak and shakes and White Castles, and then I found one Hardee's, and I went there for breakfast one morning.
1: Wow. But
0: there's a White Castle in like every corner in Indianapolis. It's very strange.
1: And you're, you're a White Castle fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I was... Uh, we were... To pull the curtain back, I invited Jay if he wanted to go to a concert in Asbury Park with me in November. And you can best believe if we go up there, I'm definitely stopping at White Castle on
1: the way up. Yeah, because you you've done challenges there before, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, I've never never a fan of their burgers. Those onions and that bun, I don't know. Just doesn't do it for me.
0: It's an acquired. It's a. It's just a, a sophisticated taste, perhaps. Okay. Yes.
1: A little tea, grape Poupon, <laughs> little holy burgers.
0: Drinking, drinking my White Castle drink with my pinky out. There you go. <laughs> nice. So uh, I only had one other thing I was going to bring up, and that is um, uh, the upcoming Joker film. Ooh. Um, so the Joker. You know, to to put it briefly, because it's all over the internet. Uh, Todd Phillips, who directed. Old school and the Hangover and movies like that. Uh, he di- he directed a new version of the Joker starring Chaboy, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, and it's it's it looks to be um, sort of a, a gritty, dr- dramatic version of a Joker origin origin story.
1: Best movie ever did.
0: Todd Phillips. No. Chaboy Joaquin. Chaboy. Yeah. Okay. Who. Are you asking me? I'm asking you. What do
1: you think his favorite movie was? His best one. Yeah, Um, your favorite movie that he did. I'm tired.
0: (laughs) Um, Gladiator?
1: Okay. I would say Parenthood.
0: Man, I haven't watched that in a while. You... You're very nostalgic for that particular period, like like late late eighties, early nineties. That's Those that's your
1: that's your nostalgia wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> Those movies are good. Like you, you're not supposed to watch the movie when you're a kid because you don't understand any of it. Sure, but you enjoyed it, and then you go back and watch it, and you're saying, "Whoa, poking holes in the diaphragm." Didn't know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> I might I, I might I, I
0: might revisit that soon because I was I was, So just as I'm going to go on a quick tangent here, I watched. That's okay, uh, but they, I'll, I'll bring us back to the Joker. Go ahead. They did an all female remake of. Ghostbusters. Uh, dirty Rotten, that too <laughs> uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels really with uh, Anne Hathaway and the, uh, the large uh, Australian woman, Red Rebel Wilson and uh, I thought it was very very bad having nothing to do with the fact that they were women it just, it just wasn't all that funny and you know it was very much sort of a whole scenes were taken from the original and when you're trying to reenact scenes that Steve Martin did in 1988 or whatever it was that's tough because he's one of the funniest guys ever in my opinion. Uh anyway, so I I I I was watching that and I was looking at Steve Martin's uh IMDB and I was thinking there's a lot of movies here I haven't watched in a while. So I might watch Parenthood soon. That's a, that's a long way of saying that.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: So uh circling back to the Joker. Um what I wanted to bring up about it is um I just read Someone saying there was an, there was an internet article it was about five hundred words discri- saying this is why the joker is problematic and i I think in so many it things like that are what gives you know the sort of quote unquote liberal left a bad name and uh, look in full disclosure i I voted Democrat in every presidential election since i've been allowed. You know, I I, I definitely lean left, but I think writing five hundred words about a movie you've never seen being problematic is the definition of asinine. Maybe maybe it's maybe the complaints that you have are exactly correct, but watch it first. You know, that's fair. Um, The the uh, so to summarize it, it, it's basically the the fear amongst sort of progressive people is that it's sort of glamorizing the act of being being an angry white male and sort of being denied you know a woman or financial security or whatever and him sort of turning that into criminal behavior and they're like the the fear is that it's glamorizing that. Yeah
1: glorifying the negativity.
0: Yeah it's very similar to what people said about Fight Club you know people like there, and there, that was probably fair Because there, there were a lot of people That probably thought Tyler Durden was cool And not like a psychotic person Which is I think how the book and the movie Meant him to be you know? Right. So I guess my question is I don't know How much responsibility Does an artist shoulder
1: For how people perceive their art You know what I mean I mean In today's day and age sure everyone everyone is to blame for everyone else's actions yeah i mean that's the way it is now before it'd be like wow i can look at that and see it for what it is and accept it for what it is and if it has an effect on me that's on me i am experiencing it this is my take on what's going on but now it's this is making me feel this way <laughs> it's that it's that thing's fault so if i do something you got to blame that you can't blame me it's 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 the pointing finger culture, you know what I mean? It's blaming yeah. everyone else for.
0: And I don't think that's exactly new. Um, I remember.
1: You, well, I mean, you don't you don't think that it's it's excelled? gotten it's gotten yeah. worse for sure, for sure. Of course, I know you're going to talk about doom and all that kind of stuff with well, Columbine and.
0: Well, yeah, Chris Chris Rock had a joke uh, a million years ago about Columbine, where he said, "You know, people were like oh it's the movies, it's the records. <laughs> what were they listening to? What the fuck was Hitler listening to?'" <laughs>
1: Wow, I never heard that joke. That's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's I, I think that's a, a cutting, really trenchant remark. You know, it's like, he Chris Rock said. He said, "Why can't they just be crazy?" You right. Know? Exactly. And
1: being responsible for your own actions.
0: And I think the movie comes out October fourth. So if you go see it October fourth. And you wrote 500 words October 5th about how it's a problematic movie. I might not necessarily agree with you, but I, I completely applaud your uh, you know your right to do so. <laughs> but condemn I think condemning a piece of art before anyone's seen it is that's a slippery slope, man. And honestly, it's probably going to backfire on these people because I think all of these people. You know, talking about it so much is only kind of making more money at the box office. So I agree. They might be kind of. Yeah, it's it's made me more curious about it.
1: Did you see? Um, speaking on behalf of movies, what'd you think of "Scary Tales to Tell in the Dark"? Did you see that? Uh, yeah. what did you think?
0: Um, I thought that there were. Uh, did you read those books growing up?
1: Of course, I yes. did see. I didn't. Oh really? Yeah.
0: So I didn't. I didn't really have that much of a frame of reference, but I thought that there was some cool imagery in it. I thought that the plot that uh, the that they tried to connect it with sort of ran out of steam way before the end.
1: Fair, I agree with you in that.
0: And then there was a very strange uh, hit plus fifteen a couple of times because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some spoilers if you haven't seen it. And oh. uh, I thought it was very strange that one of the main characters uh, turned out to be a, a Vietnam draft dodger, and then like the the sort of strange. Uh, um, resolution to his story was him getting on a bus to go to go to the army. Because there there's a strange like political thread to it that I don't think quite worked. Like there was there's there's some kind of anti Nixon sentiment which I just don't think needed to be
1: there, you know? I I think that was just for time reference. I don't think that there was actually I don't think I didn't think that was a major part of the plot at all or any
0: no, it wasn't major, but I, I just thought it was strange when it did come up, you know?
1: Really? I, I, that didn't hit me at all. I I actually really enjoyed it, which is a shock for me, because I thought all the kid actors were actually really good. Usually yeah. a kid in a movie is terrible.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. And it's... I actually... I just saw It Chapter 2, and I think the reason that I liked Chapter 2 better is because I liked the adults better than the kids. Okay. And, um... Yeah, no, especially the main girl in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the, the the horror nerd girl. I thought she was really good, and she.
1: Yeah, she was good, but I thought those other two kids were way better. Oh, uh, her friends, man, August man. and. Uh, uh, yeah, the other whatever, kid, Chuck or whatever, Chucky. Yeah, that's yeah. what it
0: was. Um, and then the scene, the scene with the spiders was gnarly, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that was one of my favorite stories in the book.
0: Yeah, see, it's it's interesting comparing notes, you know, with someone who grew up with that when it was just it wasn't it wasn't quite my frame of reference, you know. But I it was really, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Nice. I actually um uh the three theater chain that we're actually parked right near uh Regal offers a uh, twenty one dollar uh monthly unlimited pass now and I I did buy that so nice. So I'm I'm seeing all the movies, bro. <laughs> nice <laughs> every movie I'll be there. If you're looking for me, the movies is the okay. place.
1: You will be found in the back, or where, where you sit, back row boy, or I
0: like to uh, I like to sit behind the handicap area, so I could put my feet up on those uh, those railings there.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, I'm a back I'm a back row boy. I yeah. like sitting back there because no one can sit behind you.
0: Yeah, so nobody can get the jump on you.
1: Right. Well, no. So so if someone sits behind you and starts talking. I did that once. I was went on a date with someone. We were sitting in the second to last row. People sat behind us. The guy was high, and they were like talking he was like where are we and the girl said we're at the movies be quiet two minutes later where are we so i said excuse me can you please shut him up i didn't pay to hear him speak and the girl comes over what did you say sir i was like can you please shut him up i was like he's talking too loud in the movie and then the boyfriend came over what's going on I was like, please move down to the end of the row. I was like, you're ruining the movie for me.
0: It's funny how people, and this might even be like a separate topic we could do sometime, but it's, it's funny how people, like when you call people out for their shitty behavior in the movies, a lot of times their first reaction is to get angry with you. Oh, no, they, like, weren't, like, they weren't
1: angry. They, she came over and was like, really, like, what's going on? Is there a problem? Genuinely. So when I say, can you move him? They picked him up and moved him all the way to the end. They kept apologizing. Hmm.
0: So. So I've had a couple of times where I've been like, yo, stop talking. And the person like, ah, fuck you, dude. As a matter of fact, as recently as I saw that, I saw that movie Ready or Not a couple of weeks ago. And it's about the Fujis. Like, Ready or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were these older guys, like, and it wasn't, they were just yelling everything that happened at the screen. So, like, somebody would get shot and be like, oh, man, he got shot. <laughs> and eventually, like, a half an hour in, I was like, dude, shut up. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, they wanted to like they wanted to like fight me over it. It's, it's very silly, but I will I will drop one more. Um, we my friends and I went to see this movie, Hostage, with Bruce Willis. This okay. was ten or fifteen years ago. This is probably my all-time favorite bit of movie theater chatter I've ever overheard. So the whole premise is Bruce Willis's whole family gets held hostage. And there's one point where his son who I I think couldn't have been more than 7 or 8 years old kind of turns the tables on the on the uh, kidnapper and has his gun and you know this is a very a young child and so he sort of hesitates and so the guy's able to grab his gun back and so the guy behind me turns to his friend and all I hear is him going hey the character's name is Tommy and he goes hey yo Tommy a bitch
1: wow <laughs> I Great commentary. It's <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> profound. <laughs> uh, yes. Listen, Extremely.
0: if you're going to talk in the movies, at least make me laugh. That's that's the moral of the
1: story. That's fair. But so that's all I had. So uh, what do you have? I do. I do have some things, but I think we have discussed a lot so far. Okay, so maybe we'll
0: save that stuff for the uh, yeah. For the, why don't we save that se- for the second half sec- of the podcast? Secondary episode. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I think that discussion was. Uh,
0: yeah, we uh man we can we can gab when we're when we're left unchecked, huh? Yeah, I know. Uh twenty-three minutes, holy shit. Yowzers. Um okay, so we're gonna move on to um our main segment here. Um so for some backstory for this, uh we were talking about stuff we can discuss on the podcast, and Jay came upon uh this website. I have no idea who maintained it's a Tumblr website it's uh njpparchives.tumblr.net and it's it's an exhaustive list of like new jersey and i see some new york area and some like eastern pennsylvania bands uh like o- a lot of old bands that from the 90s that don't really have their music up anywhere else
1: it's pretty much demos
0: yeah yeah and it's like there's bands here like like here's shabuti which was uh that was coheed and cambria's original name really yeah and um
1: uh, I remember bands like this band, 37 Slurp. Yeah, they were a ska band, no? I don't know. I re- I just remember seeing them. After the fact, we played with those guys. They were like one of those fast kind of punk bands.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Pool 130, we both saw them play a million
1: times. Yeah, Moron Envy's on there.
0: Yeah, shout out to Moron Envy. The Dickhead, shout out to Spencer. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... And it, the thing is, it's not just a list of bands. There, he put every one of these on SoundCloud. Right. So I mean, we're talking we're talking what three four hundred bands here, yeah, something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's quite an on on. He took it on himself to do it, and it was quite a big task. Like here's Se-
0: Seffler. That was uh, Save the Day's original name. Really? Yeah.
1: See, I didn't know any of that. SGR, they were really bad. Squirt Gun Robbery. Yep.
0: Yeah, uh, Skip Mohawk and the TV dinners.
1: <laughs> I don't remember them at all.
0: Well, uh, I know you remember the Degenerics. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we thought, uh, they, so whatever your name is, if you happen to catch wind of this, uh, props to you, man. Uh, yeah, this, seriously. this is a really cool site, nj, njpparchives.tumblr.com. So Jay had the idea that maybe we could do something with this. And, um,
1: yeah, and I misunderstood what what Chuck said.
0: But it's 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 all right. It's, he,
1: he said he said let's listen to ten songs, the first you know thirty seconds of it, and then we'll review it or you know first reaction. I was like okay, yeah. So I listened to I went through, scrolled through, found you know ten bands. listened to it. He said no. What I meant was we'll listen to it together. Yeah, and I like, just oh, okay.
0: I just thought in the listener hearing part of the song would uh, would do, sort of add to the experience, uh, so. What I wanted to say, firstly, is this is very similar to a bit that uh, a show called A Logical Contraption used to do. Okay. It's called they they called it "Hit or Shit." They would listen to. Uh, <laughs> They would listen to very brief periods of each song and either ding it if they liked it. They had a ding sound effect or a toilet if they didn't like it. That's not bad. Um, Il-Con, Il-Con, uh closed their doors a few months ago. So I figured we could do it anyway if I gave them credit. But now especially that they're gone, maybe we're we're kind of carrying on their spirit. You hey, know? there you go. So uh, shout out to Corey and everybody from Illogical Contraption. Um, so do you want to give this a shot here? Uh and just kind of go over the bands you picked and we'll listen to, like, okay. a
1: couple seconds of each of them. Okay, so I just go over all the bands first and we'll pick out the ones that I liked. So we'll do, like, some I liked and some I didn't like or some that stood out as complete trash or...
0: Yeah, no, probably a mixture of both, yeah. Okay. Uh, so did you do, like, any research as to who they were or when they existed or...
1: Uh, I did not. I just listened to it and I, f- I trying to, try to put it in its own category of what I felt the style of music was.
0: All right, so what are we going to hear first?
1: Okay, I'd like to guess. I guess something that I like that I was very surprised that I like. They were called uh, Brian Fallon and the Cincinnati Rail Tie. Huh. So here I got it right here.
0: Brian Phelan.
1: Yeah. Or Fallon.
0: Brian Fallon. Oh, that's okay. uh, that's the guy from the Gaslight Anthem.
1: I was gonna say that that's the kind of band that it sounds like.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I never heard them. All so. right, hold
1: on. Let me uh, let me pull them up. Where are they? There they are. Okay. I'm turning up the vol, and I, I described it to him. It was like, like a better social distortion. That's no. the way. I, that's the way. I guess I tried to describe it. No, that totally makes sense. Okay, here we go. Ready? The song is called "The Blues." Oh, wow. We're not Nordic podcasts.
0: I'm coming at you. you. <laughs> WNBC. Yeah, no, it's, it's,
1: it, that really sounds like social day here. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. Right, but then it, then it picks up and it gets better. Like the, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really, you know. Is, is
0: there like a good hook coming that we missed? Yes, yeah, so you told All me right. to stop it. All right, so. no, so let's no, keep. No, 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 forget it. <laughs> but I, I guess the whole point is not to hear that. It is, you're right, exactly. The whole point is to make a snap judgment, so Exactly, okay. so. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot rawer than Gaslight.
1: Yeah, well, it's a demo. Yeah, yeah. So you get off their back, okay? Mm-hmm. Chill.
0: Do you, do you like the
1: gaslight no. am I never really gave him a chance well, I love them so maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll point you towards some stuff okay nice let's see uh... <laughs> I guess let's go with how about geek van
0: geek van have you heard them no no idea who geek van is okay
1: let's go to geek van geek van looks like uh... okay
0: so we're, we're both we're both thumbs upping. We'll do thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. So uh, we're both thumbs upping Brian Fallon and the what the hell is the name of the band?
1: Brian Fallon and the Cincinnati Road Ties or yeah, Rail Ties. Tie. Okay.
0: Yeah. So this is Geek Van, just spelled like you think: G-E-E-K Van.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. This is called "Happy Scrappy Hero Pup," and away we go. He's I know, act, I know, octave chords too. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite, a, quite a long riff here. W N B C. All right. Now yeah, see,
0: kinda,
1: now kinda. see, something like that. That is what I describe as a trash pop punk band. I don't know how to describe it. I'd I like a like Blink One Eight Two demo.
0: Well that sounded like it was recorded inside someone's butthole. that's 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 first
1: off. Well, it's cheap there but <laughs> the, the hourly rate is very reasonable. Right. But what I'm saying is like most every band sounds like that. It's that same kind of thing. It's the riff and the same kind of singing and yeah. It's uh, I'll tell you what.
0: While you were playing it, I was trying to figure out if there was anything about them online. I they, they must have predated the internet by quite a bit because I couldn't find anything about Geek Van really. And so, which wouldn't surprise me because you know they were probably around in like 1995 when every band sounded like that. Well, I guess maybe a little later because uh, what Dude Ranch came out in what like 96.
1: Uh yeah I guess something like that yeah and
0: that was I mean in the mid nineties that was that was the sound man that was like you said that's what everybody was trying to do and it's it didn't I mean that opening part that lasted like thirty seconds should have been about ten seconds so clearly they right. clearly they need they need their songwriting to be a little more judicious and it I. Like maybe if it was a maybe if it was a better recording, it would even come off better. But I got I got a thumbs down that.
1: Yeah, that's a major thumbs down for me as well. All right, I'll do one. When we do one more, like a good one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the, yeah, whatever you want to do. Okay, yeah, let me do one more. I want to do. Uh, this band was called Last Try. Ever hear them? No. Actually, I these guys have to be somewhat legit because I remember seeing their their album cover. Somewhere It sounds vaguely
0: familiar, but I don't know.
1: Okay. Here we go. Last try with I'd rather be homeschooled.
0: dope riff. something a do from third eye blind <laughs> the way the way
1: i found like thursday mixed with like taking back sunday yeah wow yeah. yeah yeah okay but the funny thing is like while you're checking out all these shit bands and this comes on you're like oh my gosh a breath of fresh air but yeah that was another band that stuck out that was actually pretty decent yeah i can't
0: find anything about them either
1: okay so so i messed up my apologies so what we're going to do next time is we're going to pick, you know, five, ten songs, listen to it on the spot. Yeah, yeah. And both get a reaction to it and <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down.
0: Okay, so last try. Man, I'm conflicted. I, I guess it's a thumbs up. Yeah, i definitely yeah, give yeah. that a thumbs okay. up as well. All right. Well, that's so that's a, a sample of uh, a, a, a segment that we're going to try at least once more. Yeah. And...
1: Um, the next podcast, you'll hear it. Yeah.
0: So if you hate it... Just put up with it for one more time. And email us at notnordicpod Pod at gmail.com. gmail.com. We welcome any and all emails. Yes, Thank please. you very much. All right. We're cruising along at 34 minutes. Let's get to the punching bags. Okay. All right. So, punching bags. Um, let's have you go first. Uh, Jay, tell us, tell us about your punching bag.
1: Okay. Let me get to my somewhat notes. Uh-oh. Here. I mean it's not really notes. Okay, first off I'd like to say Jason Lee, Jason Lee is in this movie.
0: Jason Lee, yeah, pro skateboarder turned actor, turned scientologist, turned no longer scientologist. I think that Jason Lee is
1: a great actor when he plays Jason Lee.
0: Okay, so let's go let's let's go back. We're we're talking about Kissing a Fool. Correct. From 1999, I think. Yeah.
1: It is from where the? Where are these notes, folks? Nineteen ninety eight, February twenty seventh. February twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight. Budget was nineteen mil. Probably yeah. all went to Schwim's. Yeah, that you know, seems like get a them. lot. Guess how much was at the box off? Five mil. Mil less. We're looking four. at a, we're looking at a four mil. Four mils, bro. Four mils take.
0: Oofa. Uh. Yes. I can't even remember how this movie... Oh, I think it was because I worked at West Coast Video when it came out on video. Because I, I, that's how... I can't even remember how it really came in my radar. I think I probably just took it home from West Coast Video. Now, were day. you a Friends fan? No. No, it, as a matter of fact, I just watched the entire... Uh, I watched every episode of Friends earlier this year. And I'd never really? seen it before.
1: Now, I got a question. Were you a Weird Science fan? Yes. Wait, now, did you think you watched me because of Vanessa Angel? Because she was in it?
0: I know it was definitely it was definitely more so Jason Lee than anything because I like I like Mallrats a lot.
1: Okay, now I, were you, were you a fan of the TV version of Weird Science?
0: Yeah, oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that yeah. version too. When On. she because she played Lisa, his uh, Jason Lee's characters. Ex girlfriend.
0: Yeah, there was some trash. Uh, there was some trash, like third rate WWF show on USA on Saturday mor Saturday mornings. Third like, rate. L- l- yeah, it was just like a recap show. There weren't any matches or anything. Oh, okay. So I would watch that sometimes. And Weird Science was on after that, so I would definitely stick around.
1: From my heart, <laughs> from my hands, dude. Why, why don't you? people understand? My question? <laughs> All right, so, uh,
0: so yeah, I, I definitely watch this for free, and. I don't know. Okay, let me me go through the synopsis.
1: Max, David Schwimmer, an alpha male, commitment phobic sports broadcaster, and Jay, Jason Lee, a neurotic novelist, have been best friends since childhood. Jay has just broken up with his girlfriend, Natasha, Lisa from Weird Science, and is writing the first book about the relationship in Milan, Italy. Naturally. Okay, that's where you write this stuff. (laughs) That's where you go. Okay, Jay sets Max up with his editor, Samantha. Although they share few interests, they are engaged within two weeks. Samantha's very uh, uh,
0: prim and proper, whereas
1: glasses, right, and, and <laughs> glasses, Max, right, <laughs> that signifies well, hey, <laughs> that she's. That's how they. That's how they portrayed in the movies. She's got glasses. <laughs> she's proper. So, they're married in a few weeks, and Max is a what I like to say, like a douchebag. Definitely a douchebag. Yeah. Um, no, would now be good. a
0: good time to disclose that his catchphrase as a sportscaster is,
1: What up? up? Gosh, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> um, Max is confronted with the fact that Sam will be the last woman he will ever sleep with. He proposes a test. Jay will hit on Sam. If she shows no interest, then Max will be confident enough in her loyalty to go ahead with the marriage. However, while Jay doesn't want to, the two realize they're obviously made for each other. Now, I hate these kind of movies.
0: <laughs> Me too, usually. Like,
1: the, the reason I hate them is because it's, it's, just like, it's just like that movie She's All That. You know, I hate those kind of movies where there's deception and lying. I don't know why. Oh, like,
0: right, he, yeah, we, we, we touched on this a little bit, yeah. yeah.
1: And, like, even Lucas. You ever see the movie Lucas? No. Never saw the movie Lucas? I
0: never saw Lucas.
1: That is very shocking, so anyway, yeah, Lucas stars Corey Haim. Of course, it does. And uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh boy. Carrie Green. From the Goonies. Sure, sure. And uh, Winona Ryder. It's that same kind of feeling of like you're an un- you're an underdog, you know, kind of thing. I I don't know. Like usually people like thrive off underdog movies. I don't like them, especially when there's deception and lies. You know. What Does it like stress you out or something? It, it really does. Like I can't enjoy the movie. I'm like. This person's being lied to. And I I don't know if there's anything in my life that something happened like that, because I don't think I've ever had, like, a traumatic lying situation. You know what I mean? Right. But, I don't know. It just really bothered me. Hmm. So there's
0: a lot of deception in this. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: So I have to say that one of the best things about this movie is the band, The Mighty Blue Kings.
0: Oh, yeah. so they they go to... um they go to a, a jazz club. I think it's called the Gin Mill. I think that's a real place in Chicago. Okay. Yeah.
1: And every time they go there's this band. There's this band playing.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. A, and the dude's got cool slick back hair. It's a, it's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's really. I thought. I thought it was just like. I thought it was just some. Some something. Some bullshit. But that actually, it's a real band.
0: Well, yeah, and this was like '98 was like coming on the tail end of when the the swing revival was kind of a big thing too. You know.
1: Right. I mean, they have they have almost five songs, on the soundtrack.
0: They must. Have been, they must have come cheap. Or <laughs> Seriously. Maybe they got a nice chunk of that nineteen mil. I
1: don't know. <laughs> the only <laughs> the only the only song on the soundtrack that is not theirs or is not listed as theirs is Etta James. Oh, at last, at last yeah. That's it. So about this movie, I'm,
0: I wonder if like they were friends with somebody or something. I don't. know.
1: They might be because yeah. they, they they disbanded uh, shortly after that. Actually. Hmm. So my my feeling about this movie. It is one of those rom-coms. It's, it's just like, I mean, there there was a cool scene, you know, when they, when they first, spoiler alert. Oh, shit. When they first, uh, after the first date happens and they both come and tell their stories of what kind of person they are. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was really cool how they shot that. But then after that, it's every movie USA. Sure. There's nothing that stands out that's different. Like I said, I like Jason Lee as an actor, but only when he plays Jason Lee.
0: Yeah, and he he was de- the for, the thing about the movie is him and David Schwimmer are both playing aggressively against type, right? Like like Max is supposed to be like the, the that's probably what appealed to him is Max is like the exact opposite of Ross, you know?
1: Yeah, but I mean he, he can't pull it off. No, that's you that, didn't you didn't buy him as like a, as, as as a douchebag. Can I can I be honest with you? The only movie that I, the only thing that David Schwimmer has ever done that I really enjoy that I can that it really blew me away. The Paul Bear, Band of Brothers.
0: Well, that's totally fair. When
1: he was in Band of Brothers, he was flawless. Like he played that—he played that douchebag character so well. Do you think maybe he got his his chops by doing the douchebag from (laughs) kissing the fool? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Max was the warm-up for uh, Band of Brothers. That's a well. Then, if that's the case, then I'll give him props for that. Well. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say uh, another thing uh,
0: that you might not have come upon is at the time uh, the woman who played Sam was Jason Lee's actual real life girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Which is funny because I don't, I don't think they display a tremendous amount of chemistry. If I'm being honest. Um, you know, there's there's like a scene where they're they're looking at a photo album from from Italy together, and they right. they, they bond over that. Um, I, mostly, what I like about uh, about the movie is uh, Schwimmer and Jason Lee's back and back and forth. I think they have a few genuinely funny moments.
1: Ooh, I I didn't see them at all. <laughs> I thought that that woman's acting when when she read his notes and she was crying and she's like is this supposed to be me?
0: Oh yeah, she was she's not which actually I I believe she was actually like an awards
1: nominated actress in Israel where she's from. I thought she did good. That's what I'm saying. I thought. She, oh, you did. Yeah, I thought that was a really good scene, like when she came in there and said that. And that's the thing, like those emotions, and like I feel when people don't react how I would react, it bothers me. Huh. Like, why aren't you consoling her? Why aren't you talking to her? And he's like, "It's not you. I'm leaving," and he's left. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and there's like kind of um... like everyone does the wrong thing in a rom com. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so. it's and it's like I mean there's
1: Buy my t-shirt. Everything everyone does everything wrong in a rom-com.
0: <laughs> Maybe that'll be the first uh we're not Nordic t-shirt. <laughs> um yeah, and then it's funny cuz there's there's uh um sort of a um uh, the whole movie is told in flashback and it, it's taking place at a right. wedding where the, the the female lead Sam is getting married and you know, it's it's clear by about the 5-minute mark that she's getting married right. to Jay. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the uh the idea that there's any kind of mystery to that is is really absurd. They tried.
1: Yeah. They, they tried to say, "Oh, who's doing it?" <laughs> but no, it was um, what I what I I mean I mean I think I think that's a fair review. I would say that I did not like it. Am I happy I saw it? No. <laughs> would I see it again? No. Was there anything? Was there any redeeming? Like like I said, Jason Lee, one of my favorite movies that I've seen him act in is Dreamcatcher. Really? Yes. Especially that whole scene when they get that guy and the guy farts. And he says, bitch of a bandsaw, man. Better out than in. That's what I always say. (laughs) And he says, would you eat woodchuck turds? That's my favorite part. What a movie that is. Holy shit. Man, yeah, and he's so good in that and then he gets, you know, spoiler alert, 15 minute fast forward, he gets killed in it that was a bummer he was like my favorite character in that movie and he, I wasn't a big fan of his he gets killed in kissing a fool I must have missed that scene <laughs> uh. yeah and he's writing the book and he falls down the stairs and I don't know
0: anyway it's it's I, I I it wasn't something where I I was expecting you to fall in love with it I, I okay. think I think it's a you know cute entertain I hate that word why did I just use that word
1: folks he's getting tired too that's what I said. it's
0: said enter- right? I think it's a funny little movie cute. I, I, I watch I it every it. now and then hey, anyway so cute. go ahead. Kissing a Fool, directed by Doug Ellen, who later got much more famous by creating the TV show Entourage. Yes,
1: I did read that as well. He actually, he
0: also uh, plays the bartender that Bonnie Hunt is talking to in the beginning of the movie. Really? That's cute.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. You know what's really cute is he's also the guy, he's also, it says he's the, um, he's the guy on the Jerry Springer show.
0: Oh, that's right. He's he's in the
1: chair. They're watching TV and it flashes through and it's like, my... (laughs) It's pretty much the premise of the movie as a Jerry Springer show. My best friend wants me to hit on my girlfriend. Yeah, right. And you see the director sitting in the chair and there's two girls next to him. Whatever.
0: (laughs) So that's kissing a fool. Um, We're going to move on to Amy Arena. Woo! Yeah, so Amy Arena's self-titled, I assume, debut record from, I guess it was 95? Um, So I want to start with asking you... Because uh, I'm kind of a... I'd like to think I'm a technologically savvy guy. I subscribe to at least one streaming music service. I know how to work BitTorrents. I even still have SoulSeek on my computer. Nice, but Napster. I, I, but I could not find this fucking album anywhere. So yes. my, my question to you is, how did this even get on your radar?
1: Okay. I have a blog. JToughLuck.blogspot.com Back in the day... What I did is I was trying to think of all the one-hit wonders that ever came out. So I was searching them, and I was putting them up on my blog, and I found the Amy Arena song, Excuse Me.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the hit. The yeah. hit
1: song, that was a hit song. The only thing I remember is she, from the music video, is she crawls out of a dumpster, and she says, Excuse me if I'm a gap-toothed woman. Right, yeah. So that came out, and I immediately went, and I was like, You know what? Let me see what else is on this album. So this is the days of AIM. It some messengers. So I bought the CD, ripped it to MP3. And then I remember how you could do that on Amy, you could send the...
0: Yeah, uh, it was a uh, get file. Yeah, that was yeah. That was a dope feature.
1: So I remember I sent it to one of our friends, Matt, and he would listen to it. <laughs> and I mean, I remember he said, why is every song exactly the same? He's like, it's like a spoken word. Yeah. So th- that was about, what, 2000 and... What would you say? 2002? Yeah. I bought it. And then now it's like off the face of the earth. She yes. she doesn't even recognize it as one of her albums. Really? Yeah. So she do you totally mean, writes it off?
0: Do you have any background on her, like where she's from? Or I didn't I didn't even find much about that.
1: Well, the album was actually released from somewhere in New Jersey. It said the record label's from New Jersey. Oh, that's all I have.
0: I did find I did find you wrote an Amazon review of it. I did find that. In really? My... Yeah. What did I write? I don't remember. I don't know. I'll see if I can find it while I'm talking. So, um, basically. I, this caught me off guard because, like you said, it's it, it's basically what they call slam poetry uh, set to music. Um, she's not uh, really a singer per se.
1: I hate slam poetry. I'd say I, I compare more to Jello Biafra. Okay.
0: Oh. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I, I compare more. To, I compare more to him because it's more politically driven. It's deep.
0: Yeah, know. and it's. I'll tell you what. It's. Um, uh, I like it's it, a a lot of it has a, has a strong feminist bent which I think is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Oh, here we go. Jay Hill is... Oh shit! I said your name. That's uh, okay. March twenty first, uh, twenty nineteen. I wrote it recently. <laughs> Excuse her. She's just a gap toothed woman. She's a product of the nineties. She's a woman of the nineties, and she's going back to her origins. <laughs> I enjoy this record a lot. I actually contacted Amy to try and buy the rights to it. I did. She. <laughs> She came out with another record that, in my opinion, doesn't hold a candle. I can listen from start to finish and enjoy this. It's not mainstream, so don't look so deep.
1: <laughs> I really did, because she has a website where I guess she does um, She does voiceovers for cartoons. Oh, that's cool. So you can listen to all of her voices that she does. It's very cringy. So I sent her a message asking her if, you know... I could buy the rights to it or any way I could have anything having to do with this album because I love it so much. You
0: wanted much. to put it out on cassette or something? And, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, that'd be cute, but I wouldn't do that.
0: Um, so, uh, yeah. So, it, it's... A lot of it is very... Um, sort of repeating the same idea like I was talking about. There's a song called Shit uh, where it's uh, the beginning of it is essentially she's just like, bear shit, dog shit, Elephant shit. <laughs> um, so it's sort of, I don't know. I, I I tend to look for choruses a lot. I like choruses, and this was really
1: absent of those. So then, I mean, excuse me, had it. And yeah. I
0: well, that was, that was That's the banger, right? That's I mean, I, I want
1: to start start a new religion that that has a chorus.
0: Yeah, and that's see that was another one I was going to mention. I, sometimes I think she had, and I like a lot of these are a very uh, narrow idea. That she kind of tries to spend three minutes expounding upon, and it was like, "All right, I get it. Right. Like, I want to start a new religion." It's like she's like, "No priests molesting people. No blah
1: blah blah." Does she say that? Th-
0: not exactly that, but there, there's <laughs> <definitely>,
1: there's but <laughs> don't you dare misquote Miss Arena, okay?
0: She definitely mo- she definitely mentions molesting priests. I forget the exact Does line she? though. Yeah, I don't remember. It's, that. it's right in the beginning of the song too. If you want to put it on.
1: Oh. Let's, let's rock out a little. Here we go.
0: Disgusted by these sanctimonious bastards who baptized their flock with their fondlings, masturbation, sodomies, and hypocritical vows of chastity and poverty. There okay. So I didn't get it exactly right, but it's the same idea. Uh,
1: molesting is a, is a much different word than fondling, okay?
0: <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> fondling could
1: be the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit on the forehead. I could, you can see that as fondling. <laughs> but the
0: point is, you know, it, it, she... The song is about how she doesn't uh, agree with organized religion, and she would like to, you know, start one that's free of the the hypocrisy of of most organized religions, which I'm certainly on board with. But like I said, by a minute or a minute thirty, I was kind of like, I get it. Let's move. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. <laughs> when like, um, addicted to dirt, which um, I, is kind of um, to me. I don't know what you got from that song, but it's kind of her talking about how she's proud of being into low culture and not not being highbrow you know what I mean
1: is that the one where she sings about you know you never even saw a trash can before yes okay yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and it's, it's you know it's, it, you, after a minute you're like oh she's not talking about literal dirt and then uh, after that I'm like okay next thing right like there's a song um, uh, what's the one that's like 30 seconds is that perverts uh,
1: think about it you perverts when she says that yeah yeah oh yeah
0: yeah, so she got in and out on that one. I was like, oh, all yeah. right, that's a good, that's a good line. That's funny. Um, and the music is like, there's not a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not a lot of like real music on. it It's no. a lot of loops and stuff. And, yes. Um, yeah, it wasn't for me. Okay, <laughs> that that
1: is perfectly fine.
0: It was, you know, it was, int- I, it was interesting enough. I, I'm, I'm not pissed off. I listened to it. I like trying new things, but yeah, it's it's not something I see myself revisiting.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Uh, so that's that. Do you uh, you want to assign my my thing first?
1: Yes, I definitely. Well, here's the thing, I'm gonna do a movie. Gonna do a movie? Okay, but I don't know if you've seen any of the movies I'm gonna mention. Yeah,
0: I'm also. I'm. I've got two in the chamber in case you've seen one Whoa, of two. Whoa, dude!
1: Better find a the bathroom. Then that's pretty disgusting. Sorry for even bringing that up. That wasn't cute for me to say that. What, Sorry. Fuck you, <laughs> you. You shouldn't have said that. You didn't like the word cute. Um. Anyway. Have you ever seen the movie Brain Scan?
0: A long time ago. I mean, it, it might. And it's been long enough that it might be worth me revisiting. I don't really remember much about it.
1: Brain Scan starring T. Rider Smith, Edward Norton, and Edward Edward Furlong. Furlong Jesus, don't you,
0: Man, I'm getting tired too. <laughs> Frank Langella. <laughs> Frank Langella. Yes. Yeah, the the guy with had the, the weird makeup on and the.
1: No, that was T. Rider Smith. Okay. Frank Langella was the cop.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. I couldn't tell you anything about it, so I would probably be like me watching it for the first time. So do you want to do that one? Um, well, you've seen it though. That's what sucks. Well, what's what's the other one?
1: The other one is the Postman starring Kevin Costner.
0: I've definitely seen that. I've seen that more recently. Damn
1: it. So okay. So then, yeah, it's, I'll say Brain Scan. Okay. okay. Brain Scan. Yeah, that's yes. a
0: that's one that I know. Um, uh, it's it's funny, like it's it's not looked upon fondly by the general public, but it's it's got a cult following. So,
1: um, and I am part of that cult. Seriously, uh,
0: I'm pretty excited to watch this again, actually.
1: It's it's one of my favorites.
0: All right, so here's what I'm hitting you with. Go ahead. Uh, it's available right now on Netflix. Okay. It's only a couple of years old. Have you seen movie 43? Uh, oh
1: my gosh, I have not oh man is that the movie with Halle Berry and she blows out the candle of the blind kid or whatever yes okay
0: okay movie 43 is uh it's um what do you call it an anthology right um and it's got like a lot of really famous people in it
1: yeah do you know how they did it
0: <laughs> you refresh my memory
1: from what I was told is that they were told that they were going to shoot this one little scene for something years before the movie was coming out right so then when everything was compiled together and they were going to put it out, everyone came to him and said, you can't put this out. I think there's a bunch of, like, controversy about it. Yeah. Yeah. So then whenever the movie came out, they were like, I didn't know I was going to be a part of this movie. I didn't know what this was all about. <laughs> so it was a lot of, uh, um, threats to sue and well, get the movie pulled and all that stuff.
0: I guess they worked it out since it's streaming on Netflix. And actually, it says here the budget was $6 million and the box office was thirty two, million. So it was actually a success. Yeah. Um... So there's about ten or twelve skits in it, I think, and I'm gonna get it out of the way right now. Not all of them. I didn't like all of them, but I, I rewatched this again recently, and I think this movie was harshly judged. I laughed at at least half of it, pretty pretty heavily. Okay. Um, the one I like the one with Kate Winslet and Hugh Jackman a lot. Uh, there's one with Terrence Howard that I think is really funny. Uh, let's just uh, let's get some flavor here. Um, The film received a weighted average score of 18 out of 100 on Metacritic, signifying overwhelming dislike, Uh, 5% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, the site's critics' consensus states, A star-studded turkey, Movie 43 is loaded with gleefully offensive and often scatological gags, but it's largely bereft of laughs. Okay. Brian Gibson from View Weekly described Movie Thirty Forty Three as, quote, An execrable waste cooked up by a hell's kitchen di- di- of directors and writers. It's death of laughter by committee. Its title, because it's like one of those many asteroids out there, A Dismal Chunk of Rock, hurtling through an empty void without purpose. Uh, and Richard Roper uh, from Chicago Sun-Times called it aggressively tasteless, gave it zero stars, and called it the Citizen Kane of Awful. Wow. So, like, really, like, this is like the dictionary definition of punching bag because I saw it in the theater and I left my ass off. And I really, I, I thought it was going to be one of those things where it kind of, like, found a second life, like, you know, with college kids watching it like on cable late at night or whatever.
1: <laughs> like, uh, what what you what do you think of the uh, the remake of um, Three Stooges?
0: I didn't like it. You liked it? I hated it. Yeah, it's terrible.
1: But I'm saying that had some laughs in it. So you can is, would you would it would be up there the same? I feel that about. I think uh, movie forty three is better. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, there's some there's some parts where you'll cringe, I'm sure, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe my uh, maybe my sense. Of, I mean, I've watched it more than once, and I like I, I laugh both times. So, okay, I don't know. So, it'd be, I'm, I'm really interested to hear what you think of it. Interesting. And that's gonna do it uh, for uh, the Not Nordic pod. Um, we're gonna uh, take a little break and do another one. That's gonna come at you in about a week, and then uh, we'll uh,
1: be back with you sometime after that. So, guys, if you wanna send us an email. It's not NordicPod at gmail.com. gmail.com. We read everything on the air. We do, uh, no matter what it is. And what what I really
0: what I really want to do is have audience participation because, as you've seen, it's kind of a free form show. We kind of just do you know what what we're interested in every week, and if there's something you want to hear us talk about we will uh joe a uh, friend of the show joe suggested uh we we talk about the wwe brawl for all so one of these weeks we'll both
1: sit down and watch that and then talk about it yeah, that's fair we'll... I'm, I'm an ec dub guy i'm sorry guys and i actually <laughs> ec dub ec dub where's your hat where's your hat if you're a real ecw fan you know what that means you know what that means no. Exactly. He doesn't know what that means. There's a guy that went to every single show who wore a hat and Hawaiian shirt. One time his hat fell off, and everyone in the audience yelled, Where's your hat? Oh, hat guy, yeah, yeah that's what they called him. Yeah.
0: Um so. so, uh and I had another idea for a topic. I watched a movie called Euro Trip last night. Okay. Um have you ever seen that?
1: Euro Trip with what's her name? Trachtenberg? Michelle
0: Trachtenberg, Harriet the Spy. That's the only
1: one that's the only one that had any kind of name recognition in that thing, right?
0: Yeah, well the the thing is uh, the, the scene that everybody remembers from that is Matt Damon had a little cameo where he, he sings a song called Scotty Doesn't Know about uh the, the main character's girlfriend cheating on him.
1: Oh no, I don't remember that. It's
0: it's really funny and I so I got the rest of the movie I didn't like very much, so I came up with I wanted to figure out if there were any more uh crappy movies with one funny part. So maybe Maybe that's uh, something we'll keep on the back burner and think about. And if anybody has any ideas for those, not Pod at com, And uh, we'll catch up with you soon. And remember, as always, we are not, not Nordic. Nordic. Later. Peace, dudes. <laughs>